So I wasn't about to lose the phone. So I just said, like, I tried compromising with the dude. Like, I was offering him, like, hey, I'll get you a meal or something at 7-Eleven. Like, yeah. This, this, well, and, oh, and another thing, too, is my sister's phone at the moment. So, yeah, I was like, no, that, that's my sister's phone. So, so all I did was, like, I kept calming him down, like, trying to talk him out of the situation. Like, just, you know. Hey everybody, having a Merry Christmas, or at least as merry as possible under our somewhat isolated circumstances. This is John Jansen, Director of Development at Inner City Youth Alive, and this is number two of the ICYA Christmas Features podcast series. Um, yesterday I posted Andrew Reimer and his his poem, which one day should be a song, I think, called This Isn't Bethlehem. And today we have another community minister, Jeremy Zare, who lives on the exact same street as Andrew, just a little bit, a little ways down from them. Um, truth be told, a number of ICYA staff live very close to ICYA, so um, I think it's fair to say that in a lot of cases their life becomes it's more than a job for them it's a life lived and it's um what they do every day in terms of connecting with people in the north end is not isolated from what happens in the rest of their life and so today is another example of that jeremy sits down with jonas a young guy who jeremy has been connecting with for a period of years now i asked jeremy to send me a little bit of an introduction and he said, via uh, a text message, I have known Jonas for 10 years. He grew up and lives in the North End. Jonas has been a pillar for his family as a young man and continues to show perseverance and resilience as he continues to grow personally, relationally, vocationally, and spiritually. So yeah, this is just a conversation talking about the year that was between uh, Jeremy, our community minister, and one of the people in the community who he's connected with for a long, long time. Uh, they kind of get into some of the tough stuff that came with 2020, but there was lots of hopeful things too, and that's always a theme around here, and so they touch on that. He also tells a little bit, the preview that kicked off the podcast today was one of those interesting stories that happens from time to time at Inner City, where in this particular case... Uh, we had community ministers who are on both sides of uh, of a conflict that happened in the community. Uh, Jonas talks in the interview about how he was kind of held up at a 7-Eleven in an attempted robbery situation uh, where the guy just kind of stopped going on with the robbery about halfway through and later on in a meeting... Uh, one community minister told the story of what happened to Jonas and uh, somehow there was a realization that, wait a second, we know the guy who did the robbery too. And, and uh, it was one of those interesting situations where we find that uh, we're able to bring an element of reconciliation because we had people who were on both sides of the situation. But you'll hear a little bit about that. So I hope you enjoy the interview. Don't hesitate to uh, rate. And uh, if you want to give us some feedback, leave a review on uh, whichever platform you're listening to this podcast on. And there will be a couple more coming during the Christmas holiday. Uh, so keep in touch and have a Merry Christmas and enjoy this interview. 
Hello everyone, um, I'm Jeremy Zare, one of the community ministers here at Inner City Youth Alive, and today we've got uh, a great treat for you. Um, I'm sitting here at, at the table with a friend of mine from the community, Jonas. So Jonas, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, sir. Anin Boju, Indigenous Jonas Mitchell Samar. I'm from Rolling River First Nation. <laughs> It's great to have you, Jonas, and uh, we look forward to a bit of a conversation with you here um, about this past year. I am super pumped to, to talk about these things with you, Jonas, because oh, yes. um, you have hit some, uh, some major milestones this year, things you've been working towards for a long time, mm -hmm. things to celebrate that, that need to be celebrated because you've worked hard for them. So, um, yeah, tell us about the some of the things that you've accomplished this year in 2020 okay well this year i managed to finish school which was sweet that's was my biggest milestone well one of them i got my driver's license like i passed the driver's test the first try which was sweet but I did pray a lot for that because, like, I had people I wanted to make proud back, like, you know, at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was, that's an interesting one because I remember you telling me about that. You said you prayed about that. Tell yeah. me about the sign you got on yep. the way to the yeah, yeah, driver's no, that, that's test. That's an interesting one. <laughs> I remember being a little nervous. Not too much. Like, I felt pretty content, like, pretty chill, Let's, if I'm going to be realistic. But... At the same time, there was a little bit of pressure, mainly because I wanted uh, to make some people happy, like my grandpa. For actually, that's yeah, it's him that I focused more about because, like, he didn't get to experience my graduation with me because of COVID. But, anyways, the yeah, on my way to the driver's test place MPI, uh, I was praying, I was like. I was like, I need a miracle. Like, I got, I got to do this for my grandpa. Like, you know, like, I just want to make him happy because he, well, got to miss out on the grad. But as I was praying, I happened to look out the window, right? Mm -hmm. And in the horizon, I like, this, this is, this can't be coincidence at this point. During the prayer in my head, like, as I don't pray out loud, in the distance, all I seen was a cross, like, sticking over houses and trees in the distance. I was like, wow, what a sign. I was like praying, I look over, I kind of let out a smile like, like, yeah, that's perfect timing. That's just too perfect. And that was a, that was a real reassurance for you, eh, in that moment? Actually, yeah, eh? it, it, it actually was, yeah. And then you went into your driver's test and you passed. Yeah. First try. Yeah, first ever try. So that's really cool. Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> Graduated high school, driver's test. What else was it a milestone for you this year? Completing carpentry, getting the level one, which I so longed for this whole, I guess the past two years, like even before school. Yeah. Yeah, you've been working towards that for a number of years now. That's been a bit of a goal yeah. for you to work towards uh, like, uh, a, mm -hmm. A, a job and a career in carpentry, right? Yeah, that is one of my dream goals, to be a Red Seal carpenter. And I, I do believe it's going to happen. Like, there's just so much that's just 
Well, after all these milestones, I've like achieved like all the driver's license school. Like I'm feeling more uh, like accomplished and capable, which I, I haven't felt at the beginning of the year maybe, or even before that. <sighs> but yeah, the the school closure back in early this year, March, like it totally threw me off track. Like I, I almost gave up. But since I returned back in September of this year, I was the only one out of my, like maybe 15 other classmates that showed up and finished. Yeah. So that's some serious dedication like yeah. for me because that's how much I wanted to be there and how much I wanted to finish. So I went back. You're committed. You're committed to finishing this and yeah. to continuing to put in the work towards your goals. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's, and it's not just for family. Like I... I do like making my family proud, but it's genuinely for me because, like, it's just a great feeling just to be able to build and be independent in, like, whatever, you know, any area. Yeah, and you also uh, got a job this year in your field, right? Oh, yeah. Tell us about that. Maybe, like, second week of June, yeah, I got employed at a sweet company called New Covenant Recreations. Yeah. Shout out to them. Nice. <laughs> They're awesome. It's like, I'm so blessed to be where I am right now. Mm. My boss is so patient, so funny. And yeah, um, I don't know. It's just such like a blessing and like how it just all worked out. I was actually first given that opportunity at least seven to 10 days before I actually made the decision to call them. Mainly because I was nervous and I was like, you know, I was always second guessing myself for my options and whatever else. So I decided to call them like last minute. I We had a phone interview. Yeah. Right? Okay. So they, they're they like, they asked me a bunch of questions on like, like where I come from and my, my background and whatnot. You know, they're Christian based. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. They, they like, I was a little nervous on the phone interview. But clearly things went okay because they're like, okay, we'll call you back in like 10 minutes. They called me back like in two minutes and they're like, hey, you're hired. And I was just like, sweet. So it just went from there and I built such a, how should I say, beautiful relationship with the company and my crewmates, just everyone there. I got to know their family. It's just awesome. It's been a good a good company to work for and work with for, oh, for you, eh? Yes, yeah. for sure. And to get that experience and to build build up your your knowledge mm -hmm. as you as you work with them yeah and uh continue working towards that that goal yeah like goals. from the second week till june till now december 14th i've learned so much with them mm -hmm. that's awesome and jonas one thing i know about you one of the many things i know about you this is one of them yes. is that you love to learn and you're always ready to learn something new yeah it's just, and especially the things you're passionate about and that you're very interested in yeah and carpentry is definitely one of those so i'm so glad that you've had that opportunity this year and i'm i'm pumped to see where you're going to continue mm -hmm. continue you know going and growing in yeah as as you continue forward in 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 those areas um so those are some major accomplishments mm -hmm. in a very hard year. Those are some major milestones that you've been able to get to um, despite a very hard year with COVID. Oh yeah. So what do you attribute that to? 
being able to kind of, you know, continue working towards these goals and to achieving these milestones despite a lot of a lot of uh, barriers out there. Okay, well, the main thing, honestly, for me, like, if it's going to come from the heart, it's just that <clears throat> I'm just really longing for success. Like, I got things and dreams that I want to achieve, and, like, I, I just want to just keep moving forward. Just and It's because of everybody I've met along my journey that, like, plays a huge role in my motivation, I suppose. I met a lot of people, and they share their story, which kind of inspires me. And it gets me to like, I guess, self-searching and then like the more I learn myself and or about myself even, like it, it just kind of drives me to keep moving forward. Yeah. Yeah. And that's literally it. It's just all the people I meet and yeah, just. Learning about yourself too, yeah. you said, oh, and, gro yes. and growing yeah. along the way. Yeah. You've, you've done a lot of growth uh, within your own, within your own self. And that's, that's been mm -hmm. awesome to to see and to celebrate with you, Jonas. Yeah. Um, so uh, we wanted to also talk about, I wanted to ask you about uh, a pretty interesting situation that you oh, had happen this okay. uh, about a month ago. Yes. Um, so yeah, Jonas uh, called me up one day and was telling me about this this thing that had just happened. It was pretty intense. Um, and, uh, and so uh, I, I wanted to get him to share that today. So. Tell us, tell us what was going on that day, Alrighty. that situation. Okay, it was during lunch break, like during school hours, obviously. I was at the nearest, nearby 7-Eleven by my school in the North End. I was on the phone with my mom. Some guy approached me demanding my cell phone. And I, I, like, I saw him at the distance approaching me like I wasn't oblivious to my surroundings. I'm always alert because it's the north end but yeah he demanded the phone and i was like kind of like confused and like like for real is this happening hmm. and then i noticed he was getting aggressive and angry so i was like okay okay i had to hang up and yeah he started like threatening like oh well, give me your phone or i'll blast you like quote unquote like, yeah his words yeah and i was like whoa I did not want to lose the phone because this year it has been rough. I had to start over several times. It doesn't have to be with materialistic things, just in general. Yeah. And I'm just, I don't like starting over. It's not fun. So I wasn't about to lose the phone. So I just said, like, I tried compromising with the dude. Like, I was offering him, like, hey, I'll get you a meal or something at 7-Eleven. Like, yeah. Just, well, and, oh, and another thing, too, is my sister's phone at the moment. So yeah, I was like, no, that that's my sister's phone. So, so all I did was like I kept calming him down, like trying to talk him out of the situation, like just you know, trying to change the subject. Eventually, he asked for my backpack, even, but like I was real and like down earth with the guy. I was like, no, there's just schoolwork in here. I I literally don't really got much to give you, like. But eventually, he left. But even after I told you about it, like, like I told everybody about the situation, like I never thought down of the guy, even mm -hmm. during the situation. And that's only because I can relate from coming through the struggle or just any kind of well, events, I guess. Or... Yeah. You kind of understand that he's had some hard stuff that's led up to this. Yeah. No, I could tell that guy. You, like, you knew that. Yeah. 
was going through some some stuff so yeah so you you were feeling you were feeling compassion and empathy for this guy oh yeah um even though he was the one who was threatening you and yeah. kind of putting you at risk you were still able to in your heart connect with kind of his own challenges and kind of yeah. f- feel for him in that like mm-hmm. kind of understand and and that's that's amazing to be able to do that in an intense situation like that oh, yeah. and de-escalate the situation at the same time to be able to kind of calm calmly settle it yeah and then and so it turned out no one got hurt eh? yeah no and, he, he eventually just walked away because like obviously i wasn't complying with his demands yeah and one of the neat little connections that we discovered later was that this this guy who threatened jonas uh, a couple days later, uh, was talking with me, uh, in the neighborhood and he's a guy I know in the neighborhood, me and Harvey know pretty well. And he was talking about how he screwed up lately and he was having a really hard time. And he even tried to take some guy's cell phone and backpack by the yeah, side. Like and so all of a sudden it clicks and, I'm, and I asked, I asked him a few more questions and then I was like, okay, this was the exact same situation. And so yeah. I said right away, I said, I know that guy. Uh, he just told me about that the other day and he's like, he's like, Oh, do you think I could, do you think I could meet up with him and, you know, apologize? He's like, I feel so bad about what I did and, 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 and what, I, what, what happened there. And so he wanted to, he wanted to meet with Jonas and he wanted mm-hmm. to, to, uh, you know, kind of say he was sorry and stuff. And so then I went to Jonas and asked and Jonas is like, yeah, for sure. Right. Like yeah, you, you that, were happy to do that. And that's another thing to me, like how I see it's like, like God, he works in mysterious ways. Like me seeing that sign for my road test or even now it's just like, obviously we were meant to like speak and, you know, reconcile, like what a small world. Like I, like I'm starting to see it as not coincidence. Like it's kind of purpose now at this point. Yeah. It's weird. So that's some pretty cool stuff that has happened for you this last year, Jonas, in 2020. Yeah. And uh, thanks so much for sharing that with us and sharing that with others. Um, it's it's an encouragement to to our community and to others listening how you've been able to continue to move towards um, life, towards uh, growth in these different areas of your life. Yeah. Um, and uh, we we... I look forward to to more of that as we head into 2021. Um, Any any final words you want to say to people uh, in closing? Uh, Yeah, I guess so. Hmm. I wonder if I should... Actually, no, it's just my own words I'll use. But, like, my philosophy is just to forge ahead, like, which I someone kind of inspired me so it's like as long as you keep moving even if it's baby steps that still matters hmm. yeah because it gets better no matter what hmm. thank you jonas we will take that as we continue to move through our own challenges that we find yeah thanks so much for for sharing with us today miigwech miigwech